think she's had a really flashy job in London and is now living the country dream, having the baby, got the little cashmere cardigans and the wooden pegs to hang up on the washing line. It's all very sort of fashionably countryfied. Um, and she's struggling a little bit, but the bookshop kind of gives her a, a, a key to how to find happiness in this new life for her. And when you're writing these characters, are they based on people you know? Are they sort of amalgamation of people you know? Um, I think I think it's very difficult to take people that you know in real life and put them into fiction. They never really quite fit. They have to go through a sort of um, transformation process um, that involves making them fit the story that you want to tell. And it's it's impossible to carbon copy. But but it's great to take sort of little characteristics of people, whether it's physical features or habits or personality traits. Yeah, all of those people will have come from somebody in real life because mm. um, where else do you get it from? <laughs> yeah, and throughout your writing, is there anyone that you would say is closest to Veronica? Oh, gosh. Um, I don't know. I suppose there's little bits of me in everybody or little experiences that I've had in everybody, but I don't sort of try and replicate myself particularly, I don't think. Okay. But yeah, it's all come from my head, I guess. So, And what does your writing process look like when you've got a day ahead of you, you know, you need to write? What is it? What do you do? It's sort of not super organized. I, I worked in TV, so I'm very used to storylining lots and lots of characters. That was kind of, I was trained to do that. Um, so I, my brain works in that way in that I can keep a lot of storylines going in my head. So while lots of writers have um, things written down and wall charts or whiteboards or post-it notes, I don't tend to have too much of that. I just kind of mull it all over in my brain. I've started to write a little, a few things down. I might have a few post-it notes on the wall with the key plot points just to keep me on track because um, my memory is getting fallible as I, as I get older you go back and think I had that brilliant idea what happened to it so yeah I plan it plan it out and then then I just really start writing and then see what happens because although it's quite nice to plot things out it's also great to actually write I, I, I kind of have this thing that people are so busy plotting and planning that they're never actually writing and when you actually just let the words go that's when the magic kind of happens and mm. things take over if that doesn't sound too sort of fairy-ish <laughs> <laughs> and do you it's ever have an adventure yeah yeah do you ever have days where you're like just it's not happening today oh my goodness yes yeah. absolutely totally yeah what often happens is you have a really good run and and get lots of things out and you get to your next pl plot point and then you kind of tie yourself out and you have to sort of rest and, and recharge a little bit mm. um and sometimes if a story's really not working that it sort of comes from experience learning to recognize when something's not working and then throwing it in the bin that must be um, hard, right? Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. But, you know, I say to people, cutting is writing. It's still, even if you have to cut 5,000 words out, if they're not working, then that's part of the process. So it's not wasted time. It's not like you've wasted 5,000 words. You've written 5,000 words that didn't work, but in the, you will have somehow subconsciously probably figured out how it will work. Mm, interesting. So, yeah, it is. It's not, it's not a smooth it's not a smooth process necessarily yeah and did you always want to be a writer people often ask me that and i i get i always loved books i was a bookworm an archetypal bookworm um i didn't really have any other interests which is a bit tragic <laughs> except cooking i suppose so and, and i did i found a book the other day when we, we were moving house and it was um black hearts in battersea by a writer called jane aiken it's a children's book and i opened that up 
and in, on the flyleaf it said Black Hearts in Battersea by and I'd crossed out her name and written mine <laughs> Veronica Henry underneath it so I guess that kind of indicates that I did want to write <laughs> and you, you spent so many years uh, writing for audio and TV and the thing I really want to ask you about is your time working on The Archers what was that like? Oh it was just awesome I, I think I was probably about 20 when I got the job it was a production secretary um, which involved uh, typing out the scripts, it used to take two and a half hours to type out an Archer script in those days. No computers. It was on a proper typewriter. Um, and also being in the studio and recording the episodes, it's the production secretary's job to, to make sure the timings are right. So you have to time each scene and, and keep the director sort of saying, oh, we're overrunning because it has to fit into 15 minutes. Um, but also you do, you'd end up doing crazy things like you get a phone call saying, we need the noise of some newborn piglets. <laughs> can, you go, can you get a sound engineer and go and find some piglets to record? So you'd be off doing something completely crazy like that. Because it was a very small team. It's not like a TV show when you have loads of people doing you know, individual jobs. Everybody just sort of mucks in. And it was great because it's, you know, everybody loves the archers. So it was like working in a little bubble, really, of escapism. <laughs> and and uh, what was it like?